0: With the discipleship team hanging out. Uh, We just celebrated Easter, and we are ready for another episode, uh, share another episode with you today. Uh, Just before Easter, we wrapped up our Religion Versus Gospel series, which was such a great, great teaching from Pastor Jason, Pastor Matt, for our whole church, uh, from Paul's letter to the Galatians, um, all about religion, whether we're saved by religion, our works or the gospel. And, um, so not only for the new believer, but also for those of us who've been in the faith for a really long time, such an important message for us to hear and be reminded of, because we all tend to fall back on our own strengths or our own works because we think we need to help God out. As Pastor Jason said, I love that line from week one. That was one of my favorite, favorite lines that he said. Um, and maybe because we think that we're not seeing results fast enough, or uh, we don't see the fruit that Pastor Matt talked about in um, in, in week three. Um, and, and in week three, Pastor Matt mentioned, uh, you don't produce fruit focused on the fruit, but you produce fruit focused on the roots. So, hmm. Kevin, why don't you talk about that?
1: Yeah, well, why don't we start with, let's read Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Um, just to get us started, because it talks that it lists out the fruit, and it's singular fruit. Uh, it says, "But the Holy the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control." And the idea here, then, and, and the question we've been asked is, "What does that look like in our lives?" It's not that we that we focus on those individual fruits because they're not individual. It, it's all a byproduct of living in the Spirit. Mm. It's, so it's not that we focus on that fruit, we focus mm-hmm. on the root. So what does it look like? And that's the question for us to answer today for people, because yeah. we've been asked this, what does it look like for, for Christians to focus on the root as opposed to focusing on um, the fruit, which would be like, I, hey, I need to work on patience mm-hmm. or I need to work mm-hmm. on love. That's not the goal. Right. The goal is to work on our relationship with Christ and the root. So what does that look like in a Christian's life?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think... uh oftentimes we always address things as a felt need in our life. You know, so for instance, if things are uh, not going well in the house because of a lack of patience or anger, you know, then we want to address directly the lack of patience and how do I fix this? Because everything's uh, difficult, say, just in the home. Right. It could be in the workplace, could be in the home, but, you know, a lot of times we, we apply it directly to the relationships that are closest to us, those in, within our own roof. But
0: Right, it comes from like this feeling of oh, I'm impatient, so I need more patience, like that kind of that felt need, right?
2: Yeah, and then you'll fixate on that. So, what's the best avenue that's out there that could solve my patience problem? Mm -hmm. You know, and so you read, you you may choose to read books about patience, or Or you choose to have kids, and then all of a sudden you're (laughs) learning patience, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, or you lose your
0: patience, and that's a really good time to realize, wow, I need more of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and so you're focusing on this one thing, you know, and then and then so you're trying to. Trying to solve this problem, and I think that's such a good statement, right um, there's something beyond focusing on the fruit to get the fruit yeah uh, it's focusing on the root, and so what's the root you know and and um when I was listening to that, I just started reading down the rest of that scripture, and so I read down to galatians five twenty five and Paul says, If we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit mm. And so, uh, which that made sense to me that when we walk in step with the Spirit, we're walking in step with a person. And Matt wow. said in that last message that that takes time.
1: Yeah. Like in any, he said it like in any relationship. If we're gonna if we're gonna focus and grow in that relationship, yeah. it's gonna take time. Yeah. So we go back to what does that time look like in a follower of, in a life of a follower of Christ? Right. Yeah, yeah
0: that's right. So walking in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Leads us to this this discussion of spiritual disciplines, right? Mm-hmm. And um and Dustin, I want to ask you, you kind of uh read through this celebration of discipline uh by Richard Foster uh with the residents.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I you know, Kevin, you were just saying that too. Just, you know, um, it's a love in the gospels when Jesus takes things that th- he wants them to truly grab a hold of and he connects it with something they know. So for us. When we say time on the root, not just time on the fruit mm-hmm. the you know the question is so then what does it look like for us to have that time with Jesus? What does it look like for us to have that time with the lord and so and and you're already saying this, but in the same way, I need to have time with my wife mm-hmm. if I expect that relationship to go well right mm-hmm. I, I need to have time with my kids mm-hmm. uh and invest intentionally if i if I want that relationship to go well so so then we want to invest in that relationship with Jesus. So yeah, and in, in celebration of the discipline uh celebration of discipline uh um several things come to mind, but um fasting, we've already done that as a church corporately. Yep. Uh mm-hmm. and I think we're waking up to that more than just a once a year type thing. What does it look like for us as a believer to move in and out of that as normal seasons uh praying Right. As a discipline, um, Mm -hmm. solitude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one that you kind of get to in the book where it kind of makes you pause for a minute. And then you're asking the question, well, Mm -hmm. how often do I take solitude? Mm -hmm. And I I love, I love just kind of, you know, I don't know if it's debunking a myth or whatever, but kind of popping that big bubble. Like we have to walk, you know, in Mm -hmm. sackcloth and ashes and... And, and mm-hmm. you know, when you say solitude, you mm-hmm. kind of think about retreating for days and days and days. But
0: yeah, you think like of monks or mm-hmm. yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, monastic living.
3: Right, just something that looks totally different than we do now. But I, I, I do love the conversation, like what we're doing right now in community, mm-hmm. uh, at which there is another discipline um, yeah. um, of submission too, like us submitting to each other. Mm. Uh, hmm. you know, our that's faith so and kind of putting on the table together—that's a discipline that's yeah. huge. But the solitude is just this: it is throughout the course of a day. Mm-hmm. Where do we in our in our mind and our heart just withdraw a little bit, where our focus is on Jesus, mm-hmm. and it, and it doesn't have to be days and weeks. It can be; those are good. Those retreats are good for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just in the day-to-day living, what does it look like for us to have moments of solitude? and moments of prayer, uh, of that continual prayer. Um, Because, uh, you know, and Kevin, you were saying this, I think it's so huge uh, because we tend to make it such a big deal about the big movements, the really big things in our life. And I think Jesus keeps pulling us back to, it. well, let's Mm -hmm. just do the little things.
0: Yeah, the micro obedience. Yeah,
3: just the little thing. If, If we can move the needle a lot, by the little things, the little disciplines, and they don't have to be mm-hmm. overnight, big, drastic things.
1: So, what is that for, for me? When I when I hear you say that, I think about um, times in my truck, mm-hmm. and a lot of times yeah. it's between mm-hmm. it's between my home and the church where I work, my my place of employment. That I have some moments that I can turn the radio down, and then I so those are my moments to be alone with God. There's prayer there. But then there's also meditation. Mm-hmm. And in order for there to be meditation, this is what I'm, I've learned, is that I have to have Scripture in my heart. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then that leads me to go back to a discipline of, of memorization, yep. of mm-hmm. memorizing God's Word, because those are those moments that I can recall it and I can really reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And that's just me in the truck. now. So I, that that's one of the things that comes to mind um, that anybody can expound on if you want. But then another part of it comes to my mind is that encounter. my time every day to encounter God um, is at the kitchen table mm-hmm. before, usually before the sun comes up. But there's just a, a small period of time that I have God's Word open, yeah. that I have a journal out, mm-hmm. and I have to be intentional about that. Um, otherwise, if if I get out of that habit, it it puts me in a in a bad place, and yeah. I'm not I'm not focused on the root anymore. I'm not I'm not making time for God. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm not perfect at it, but I, my goal is that I my regular time to encounter God is right there. And then again, mm-hmm. I have that time in my truck. So what about you guys? Where does it look like? What does it look like? How does it play itself out? You guys mm-hmm. have kids at home. So it may be a little more difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dustin, when you mentioned solitude, I was like, wow, what what is that?
1: <laughs> I with pray four, for solitude.
0: <laughs> with four kids. It's really mm-hmm. hard to hard to find solitude or, or places to go. Yeah. I, I've actually had to go in my closet uh before and, and shut the door because we've just got such a, you know, loud boisterous household that I've gone in and shut the door. And I actually read a story one time. This is, I I love this story. John Wesley's mother had so many kids that her quiet time, and they had this tiny little house, and her quiet time was uh, she would pull her apron over her head so that the children knew not to bother mom <laughs> when she had the apron over her head. So that's uh I haven't done that one yet, but I will go and shut myself in my closet. Um, pull out my Bible. And for me, it really is that, Kevin, what you said, the the quiet time, that time in the word, uh, renewing my mind. Because if I I can I mean, man, it doesn't take long for me to if I'm out of the word or my my mind kind of wants to go one way and I have to bring it back. <laughs> and bring my thoughts captive and make them obey Christ Mm -hmm. and bring Mm -hmm. them under submission to Jesus and his word and his thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because scripture says his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. Mm -hmm. And we have to bring ourselves into that submission, Mm -hmm. that discipline to his ways.
2: Yeah, I'd have to say definitely um, that time, uh, mine's at the kitchen table too, Mm. uh, in the morning, um, is just the time where, Solitude can happen, and I can actually look at the word and take in the word, listen to the word, and have have space to understand it, you know? And uh, in that time, there is time of of, of prayer, and then journaling is a part of that time too, you know? And journaling is the most difficult discipline for me. Mm. It's the one that comes and goes the most, I would say. Yeah. Um, But I think through the journaling, I can listen more. I don't know if it what slows your, me down more. What do
1: you what? tend to write about as you're journaling?
2: You know, I so we went on a retreat one time with, with a bunch of guys, and I think this helped me with journaling more than anything, that um, we actually wrote a letter from God, like what God would say to us. And for me, it opened up, I guess, a chance for me to look at a scripture and then write that down as if, you know God's words are talking to me. You know what? We're, I'm not saying anything that the scripture is not saying, but I'm letting the scripture speak, and I'm writing down thoughts. So it's it's probably more than anything thoughts on the scripture. That's what I would write the most in my journal time, and I think it probably came from that that one retreat. And you know, whenever I need to be refreshed on a uh, on that time in the morning uh, for whatever reason, um, uh, I haven't taken one recently but uh but I used to take quarterly just times away like I would go away either for a day and just spend time away on a solitude maybe an overnight retreat mm-hmm. you know with a with a friend and really just practice getting away and being alone yeah and you know that sounds like there's no way that I could do that but if you schedule a weekend to get away if you schedule a day to get away if you put it on your calendar I think that refreshes the other time that you have, where you where you sit at the kitchen table every morning, or you go to your closet, or, right. or or go whatever, it's something about that that I think it would be a it's it's stirring up a little bit the affection that you have. Mm-hmm that you may lose from season to season because life just gets so busy.
0: Busy, and that's the key word there is, uh and, and we've talked about this before in other podcast episodes that uh, it, it's about being intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mm-hmm. as, you know, you, we we don't drift towards, um, you know, time spent and, and intentionality. Mm-hmm. We have to really make that mm-hmm. a part of our, yeah. our, you know, our daily habits.
1: Yeah. So do you guys journal? Do you journal, Dustin?
3: I, I'd like to say... I journal every day to perfection. I do like (laughs) to journal. It is not very consistent in my life right now at all. But I do have, so for me, I was going to say seasons, the the times and just kind of recognize the season you're in. So for us, um, we moved uh, back in, well, it was a year and a half ago, I guess we moved. And so when you move, you kind of have spaces. So if, if it's like, if it's a chair or you're, same kitchen table. Uh, and uh, we have a, a new dining room table in the house we bought. And so there's this spot that all of a sudden just kind of, I don't know, one day just walking through and thinking this would be a fantastic spot right by the window, mm-hmm. daylight, early in the morning. So I like to have that spot. Mm-hmm. But then too coming in, you know, to the new job, I'm less than a year on staff here. And uh, dropping my kids off at the school next door, and I find myself with some spots, you know, within the church, some spaces that I can go and and have some alone time. Um, and I do think journaling is a is a big deal. Um, I think I think just um, connecting the heart, the mind, uh, connecting it all. There's a there's a quote um, by William Temple in that book that you were talking about earlier, The Celebration of Discipline. Um, that just talks about uh, to to worship is to quicken the conscience by the holiness of God, to feed the mind with the truth of God, to purge the imagination mm. by the beauty of God. I think by all those mm. times, wow. again, I think we think about the big things, but when we just keep coming back to that little by little right. uh, effect in the heart, the mind, uh, is. and then he goes on to open the heart to the love of God— mm. And to devote the will to the purpose of God, and I kept asking myself the question. I wrote down just how can anything bad come from that?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh,
3: it, and and I, and I think too. I think it's yeah. also important when we say time, we're also not saying four hours every morning.
0: That's right. Right. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you can do that, fantastic. Right. But it, I think we're also saying it, it's it's about uh, where where are you connecting with the Lord that morning? Mm-hmm. And I. I there's times where I'll, I'll go through scripture and read two verses and just stop. I'm done. Yeah. And the Lord's dealing with me, right? Yeah. Or I may open up one of the books I'm reading and get through a paragraph and sit and meditate on that for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and we're helping great. people too, like to see what that looks like practically and realistically. Mm-hmm. And I thought Pastor Matt did a great job. In saying that, when he mentioned, you know, uh, if you want your relationship with your spouse to be better, Mm -hmm. then you have to invest time. Then you have to, Mm -hmm. you can't have a great relation or a great marriage if you're not taking time, if you're not going on date nights or if you're not talking to, to each other. And so that same analogy applies here
1: yeah and I think sometimes we're we're you know we get locked into okay, I'm going to spend time with God today and he's gonna tell me what to do or what I need to be obedient to and sometimes we get that sometimes it's just a matter of reflecting on who God is mm-hmm. sometimes it's a it's a, a worship time that's right um so in, you know to set people free from this I've got to write all this stuff down of here's what I'm learning from my time with God sure sometimes it really is just an encounter with God where mm-hmm. we or in his mm-hmm. presence and we focus on who he is. And so in, in my journal time, a lot of my journal is just prayers that I'm writing. And sometimes it's not even like, it's not complete sentences. I write like I talk. Um, so it's it's not yeah. grammar. I don't, I'm not taking any time there. I'm just... It's I'm not just, for publishing. No. And, and, but then I have had times that I've caught myself and it's a legalistic type yeah. move where yeah. I'm writing. Assuming that someone down the road is going to care Mm, enough to read it, it's not the purpose. (laughs) It's really to get my thoughts and just to to focus, help me focus on Christ. Mm -hmm. So I think there's again, we can turn any of this into a legalistic view of of focusing on on what we're going to get out of God's word. Um, But what we're saying, what Mm -hmm. we're saying is. Just that time to, God wants to have an encounter with you every day. Mm-hmm. yeah. And why would we not want to have an encounter with him if he's offering? Well, yeah.
0: in that scripture that I'm thinking of uh, in James, where he says, draw near to God and he'll draw yeah. near to you. And that's what these are. These are steps to draw near to God so that you're just, you're really just opening a door and creating that space to, for, for, for you to have this encounter with God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I thought about, um, I read this in the book, um, uh, just the other day, Man in the Mirror by It's Patrick Morley. Yeah. And one of the things he says, there's the, there's a conscious mind, there's an unconscious mind. Mm. And he says, the unconscious mind is taking things in all the time that we don't even realize. And I, I forget that sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, like, so when you, when you think about you get downtime, we all have downtime. Everybody has the same amount of hours in a day. You know, we choose to do other things that are, could be great things. It could be relaxing things. Um, <clears throat> but are we are we choosing to take some of that time on the things that would stir up your love for Jesus? Mm, you know, and so good. it could be listening to a book, going on the road, or a, you know, like a gospel-centered resource, yeah. and uh, filling those moments that could be your unconscious mind just soaking in things of the world with things that would, you know, stir up your love for Him. You mm. know, and 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 cause you to walk. Step by step, with the Spirit, in a more closer way,
3: e- even great. like the Beyond Sunday podcast.
0: Amen, <laughs> Dustin. Amen. <You laughs> Good plug.
1: Yeah. Well, I think about I heard I heard a pastor say um, recently that as we talk about taking in God's word, that sometimes I don't feel like doing it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just going through the motions, mm-hmm. and. People come and say, Kev, is that okay? I mean, I'm just not really getting anything out of it. Do I, should I keep doing it? And I would say yes. And he, the, the what the pastor said was, I don't know what I had for breakfast last Tuesday, but I know that it was still good for me. That's good. Mm-hmm. It was good for me to eat yeah. and that consistency and that habit. So that's kind of what we're yes. wanting to lead people to and trying to ask God to lead us to as well.
2: Yes.
3: If you go five, six days without food, <laughs> you start to feel it.
0: Yeah.
1: Five, six days, maybe three or four hours. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Just get to the table. Mm -hmm. Little Mm -hmm. by little, time Mm -hmm. after time.
1: Mm -hmm. So the idea here has been, um, what does it look like to focus on the root and not just the fruit? Yeah. Uh, So if you're listening here um, today, what we would encourage you to do is make sure you have a place. And it it may be several places. Uh, Make sure you have a time. Find a time that you can be consistent just because... Consistency doesn't help God. Consistency helps us. Yep. Um, to And make sure it has a piece of God's Word in it. Um, yeah. Hide it in your heart. Write those thoughts down. Again, focus on that relationship. And when we begin to focus on that relationship, focus on the root, that's when we begin to see the the outcome is the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That mm-hmm. begins to come out of us. It's a mm-hmm. byproduct, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to encourage you guys. Um, to spend time in the Word um this week, spend time with him, set up a a moment to encounter God and mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so good. we We have uh, given you guys several different uh, spiritual disciplines to take home and try for yourself scripture reading, memorization, worship, solitude. Uh, that quiet time, having that space and time that where you can encounter God. Uh, remember, we were kind of addressing this question, um, how do we uh, focus on the root instead of focusing on the fruits? And so we just wanted to give you guys some really practical tips on how to do that today. Um, remember, we always have reading plans available so that uh, you can plug into God's Word uh, that go along with all the sermon series that we do, all the teaching series Uh, We want you guys engaged in God's Word every day. So uh, they're available through the Bethlehem Church app. We have the podcast, as Dustin mentioned. So we want to give you guys as many resources as possible um, so that you can have encounters with God every single day. We love you. And we thank you so much for listening to this episode. And uh, we'll see you next time.